let's shift into wellness. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Amber Patchla, health coach, essential oils educator, wellness advocate, and lover of life. In this podcast, we will touch on all things wellness and journey together to become our healthiest and strongest selves in body, mind, and spirit. Join me and my amazing guests every week as we discuss all things health and wellness and how you can take steps to be a happier and healthier version of you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Shift Into Wellness. Thanks so much for being here again. How is everybody doing? We are doing great. We, I'm really excited. We booked a trip out west. We're headed to Calgary and British Columbia, uh, Alberta and British Columbia next Wednesday for two weeks. And we're going to see fr- lots of friends and we're going to hike and Tobes is going to see the Rockies for the first time and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, but I did pre-record a couple of episodes, so there won't be a pause in podcast release releases. They'll be um, released both Tuesdays that we're gone, and they're awesome interviews, and I hope you love them. Speaking of awesome interviews, today is pretty cool. It's a little bit different. Not that different, but it's different. It's kind of on the spirit side. You know how, if you listen to this, you know how into astrology I am. And although this is an astrology, it's sort of in my, from what I can see, it, it's, it, it, it carries similarities with it. So today I'm talking with Brigitte Sakis, who I have known for many years. I have a whole bit of a crew of Lithuanian friends from up in Wasega Beach, going up to Wasega in summers and staying with my Nana and grandfather when I was a kid. And Brigitte is uh, really good friends um, with a couple of my really good friends from there. She was sort of in and out um, of my life because she was in the States and, and all over the place. So I really, I knew her, but I didn't know, know her. And then recently we follow each other on, on social and, and recently um, we just reconnected and, and got back in touch and she was liking my posts about health and wellness and, and vice versa. And then one day she posted saying that she was being interviewed on another podcast and it was about, about a few things, I think yin, yin and yang and, and the universe and uh, part of it was the five element theory and I, I was like, what the hell, like this is amazing and I listened and it was amazing and fascinating and I didn't even realize she was an acupuncturist, like that's how sort of not in touch we were and she's articulate and well-spoken and I was like holy shit I need to interview you about the five element theory and so uh the more that we were in touch I asked her and she agreed and I'm so excited and I hope you love today's episode it's really really cool so a little background, Brigitte is a licensed acupuncturist and she holds a master's in Chinese medicine. 
as well as her herbalist certification from the Shanghai School of Herbal Medicine. She practices acupuncture and cupping in Santa Monica, California. So if you're there ever, you should go see her. I'll attach her information in the show notes. And she incorporates the five element theory into her practice when possible. The five element theory is an ancient Chinese theory based on observations of the natural world where they recognize different patterns of transformation and change in the universe. The five element theory can be the key to decoding the body's messages. We always say, listen to your body and has been used for more than 2,000 years as a method of diagnoses and treatment. Today, Brigitte walks us through each element, their traits, concerns, the body's organs and functions associated with each element, and even tips on how to eat and nourish your body for each element. I'd love to know which element resonates with you or which elements, because for me, as you listen, I think I, I talk about it a bit where, where there are a few that really stand out. And also, as she was going through each element, I could think of someone in my life and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're water or they're earth for sure. Uh, I hope you love it. Reach out. Let me know what you think. Let me know which element resonates with you. And uh, enjoy. Brigitte is just so awesome and so well-spoken and so cool. And of course, I'll, I'll in, uh, include all of her information in the show notes. Uh, without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hi, Brigitte. Welcome. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm really excited about this interview. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited too. It's nice to connect with you again. It is. And we've known each other for many years and sort of just off and on. And we've definitely reconnected um, in this wellness world. And and uh, I just love your message and, and everything you do. So today... Um, we're going to talk about the five element theory uh, because you're well, anyway, let, let's talk about you. Forget that. Tell us a little bit about yourself oh, and okay. your background and what brought you to acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Okay, perfect. Well, um, I was born in Toronto and then, um, and then moved to Calgary and then moved to the States. Um, when I was a teenager, I was 15. Mm -hmm. um, I got my undergraduate degree in kinesiology, which is like exercise science. Mm -hmm. Um, I also was a very competitive swimmer in mm -hmm. Calgary. I was actually a competitive synchronized swimmer, uh, looking to go to the junior Olympics of 96 in Atlanta. And a few, oh, of my, man. a few of my teammates actually made it. Um, but anyway, so I moved to the States and continued regular swimming. And then, um, so I went to college and I was looking to go to physical therapy school and uh, it, uh, I took a year off after college and worked in physical therapy. And it wasn't bringing me the joy. I'm not sure what I was expecting, but it wasn't fulfilling me the way I thought it, it should. So I was kind of delaying my mm -hmm. um, applications. And I met this Tai Chi instructor, Dr. Mm -hmm. Lee. And he hardly spoke English. And I was just learning about some Chinese medicine theory from him. Simple stuff. And I was hooked. 
I looked into some Chinese medicine colleges. I didn't even know what the training was like. <laughs> it's a three and a half year post bachelor's program. Wow. And it was a master's of traditional Chinese medicine. So I went to Seattle. Mm. I went to Bastyr University and I, and I, I, I started there. And I think one of the reasons physical therapy turned me off a little bit, even though it's necessary and an awesome part of our society is it's linear. It's physical, which I mm -hmm. love. Yep. But for me, I think, especially now looking back, I was looking for that psychological connection, um, mm. the mind body connection. Mm -hmm. And I think I really found that through Chinese medicine and then also through my own experience, as you know, dealing with people, you really pick up different sort of archetypes and paradigms and patterns mm -hmm. and it can help you treat people and help them treat themselves and and um so yeah so then i graduated from seattle i went to china for a year to complete a herbal certificate mm -hmm. and that was a cool experience and I then bet. um then i came back to los angeles where my sister was living and then i just kind of stayed and so now I live in Santa Monica. I have a small practice and I practice acupuncture with cupping and tuina, which is Chinese style massage. And mm -hmm. the reason I bring that up is because not everyone adds that to mm -hmm. their practice. And I, I do feel that we really do hold emotions in our muscles and our face. I think yeah. you can see it. Yeah. Um, and we don't always see it in ourselves, but other people can see it. And, um, and I think it's an important part of accessing the root cause, you know, peeling the onion back and kind of getting to the possibly trauma or possibly, you know, just events of life that cause mm -hmm. us to be the way that we are. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I live with my son in Santa Monica. We surf as much as we can. And I, I try and get my body in the ocean, um, which for me is, you know, that leads to my element, but oh. it, it <laughs> is helpful for me to, you know, recoup and there's lots of nature around here. There's oh, also yeah. lots of people um, <laughs> that's getting, you know, yeah, it's getting a little old, but yeah. But beautiful and lucky you to be near the ocean. Wow. Thank you. Yes, it's, it is beautiful. Yeah, you're very lucky. Okay, I love it. Man, that must have been a fascinating experience. I'll, I talked to my own acupuncturist who spent time in, in China and, and uh, Nepal and abroad uh, studying. And it's just, it's fascinating. And what a, what a cool experience for you. It really is. The, the medicine's fascinating. And then also the way the culture has formed the medicine and the medicine has formed the culture it's, yeah. um, it's, it's fascinating. I really loved how they incorporated herbs and plants and, mm -hmm. and meats like food into their medicine. And mm -hmm. they, they are all a little more aware that that matters. Yeah. Here we're, we're, we're still working on that. Yes. Agreed. Absolutely. But I feel like people are opening their minds a little bit, right? I agree. And that's And that's what we're going to talk about today. Because once I even I would say like, once I even like put out there on the podcast about the spiritual side, I didn't know how people react would react. And people are quite open to it, you know, and uh, I think once 
once they know, once people know, like myself, everyone included that other people, like, it's okay to talk about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, other people are interested, then it's like, oh, okay, I'll let my guard down and talk about this, you know? That's right. I think also if it's a step, step by step, Mm -hmm. sometimes jumping to a spiritual construct, people don't understand how it can relate. Which is why I think like the five element theory is kind of interesting because I think people do respond to it because it's logical and I think people see the patterns in themselves and others. And when I talk about it, people often really listen and say, well, wait, my boyfriend's like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great segue, Briggs. So let's get into it. So, I mean, you and I could go on, I I could talk to you about stuff forever but we're today we're going to talk about the five element theory which is something that I was just very newly introduced to when I heard you on another podcast and I was like holy shit this is so cool it was so fascinating so today you're here to talk to us about the five element theory um and about you know you're gonna get we're gonna go through each element and um, some of their, the characteristics that go along with those and how once we determine sort of which one we are, which one um, speaks to us most, how we can use those in our life, right? Mm-hmm. So can you, can you just tell us like what the hell the five element theory actually is? Sure. What a, the significance of it is? Yeah, it's a good question. It comes from ancient times. And I'm sure that you've heard about Ayurvedic medicine coming from India, and they have a three element, a tridosha system, where they Mm -hmm. classify people by three elements, um, pitta, vata, kapha, and it's air, water, and fire. And uh, in Korea, they have five elements. The Chinese have five elements, obviously not super far geographically from each other. So of course, there's some Mm. overlay with how... Mm -hmm. This has been presented, but in Chinese medicine, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, there's fire, earth, metal, water, wood. Great. Fire, earth, metal, water, wood. Metal is almost not, it's, it's almost, well, metal is the elements in the earth that are found, like an ore, like a nickel ore or something like that. Okay. Some people are like, metal is, hen- is man-made, but... Oh, okay. They're referring to kind of like the deep, you know. Yeah. So those are the five elements. Um, Okay. Should I go into? Yeah. Yeah. Give her. So the fire. So each element is paired with an organ. They work kind of in a circle, and they feed each other, and they can control each other a little bit. Mm. Um, So the fire element is based. Uh, is led by the heart. Uh, also, the organ, there's one hollow organ and one solid organ, and they work oh. as a pair. So for the heart, it's the heart and pericardium, which is the outer lining of the heart. Um, and so that is governed by the fire element. Fire mm. is hot. So it is the it is uh, sort of like the, the heart the heart is the emperor of the body. So fire people tend to have a little bit of reddish, uh, reddish coloring under their skin, mm-hmm. sometimes with a little bit of gray or ashen near the temples. And the emotion that governs the heart and the fire element is joy. Joy. And 
also lack of joy. Mm. So it's the most dichotomous of the elements because it can have like a deficiency and an access. So joy, laughing, someone that is governed by the fire element is going to laugh. They're going to be a little loud. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to want to stimulate joy in their life, whether they have it or not. Mm. So they want to stimulate and perpetrate joy around them. Mm -hmm. So they tend to be funny. And they mm-hmm. tend to elicit laughter and, and they tend to be a little bit gregarious and a little mm-hmm. bit, not necessarily show offy, but they will make a statement. They will be mm-hmm. the ones that walk into the room wearing something kind of loud, possibly yeah. funny, like a real kind of getting attention piece. Mm-hmm. And they love attention. They love eliciting joy. So they tend to be sales reps, people that are kind of, showcasing yeah. something. Yeah. Um, they can be very persuasive. Um, they can be co- co- comedians and we've seen um, some comedians that are fire elements, but then also have a lack of joy side. Mm. And um, when I said before that fire people elicit joy around them, they themselves may not have it. And this is the, the challenge for fire people is they're always kind of, eliciting joy in others, but, but need to work on it in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to have a smell. So all elements have a smell okay. and it's usually kind of a BO smell. So it's okay. not something, you know, so it's something that you smell like in the morning with no deodorant, no cream, no lotion or, mm-hmm. or soap burnt, burnt, smelling a little burnt, a little bit like charcoal. That's the, the smell of, of fire people. Mm. Um, any questions on fire? No, not, not yet. I want to hear about, yeah. About all of them. Numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So fire, um, fire people and uh, conditions that surround fire people tend to be hot and red. They tend to have redness in the face, um, redness mm-hmm. in the eyes, uh, insomnia, anxiety, kind of like fire energy going up. Uh, mm. and so bitter, bitter and cooling foods can help fire people. Oh, that's, um, yeah. Which is a whole other section yeah, of yeah, the totally. Chinese medicine. Nutrition is, right. is really interesting yeah. uh, looking at the temperatures of foods. Um, yeah. so the next element fire is earth, earth right. element. The earth produces food for us. It naturally nourishes us. So it brings us to the spleen and stomach the hollow and the solid spleen and stomach is earth. It's governed um, by the color yellow and orange, which is why they say in Italian kitchens, there's often a mango colored wall or um, sort of orange colors are, are, are beneficial Mm -hmm. to our digestion. Um, Their voices, earth people are givers. The earth gives to us. It -hmm. gives us food and nature and life. And so earth people are giving, they tend to love to create uh, things for people and they love to create the essence of a home and like nesting. Mm. And they tend to be like sweeping and cleaning in the kitchen and creating food Mm -hmm. and giving with their touch. So they tend to be very nurturing kind of people. Mm. Um, their voices are sweet and sing-songy, almost like they're attracting 
people. Hi, how are you? Oh my God, this is so much. Come over. Yeah. That's kind of like a earth people. And remember, we're all five. Every person has all five elements. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. One will stand out. Okay. One or two might stand out for people. It's called the constitutional factor. And so, um, so they will be kind of sweet songy. Um, But then the emotion of worry Mm. affects the spleen and stomach. And I think we've all experienced that Yeah. Uh, stage fright or worrying about what other people are doing or what our kids are doing or what our parents are doing. And that is, that is hard on our spleen and stomach and can injure it. Um, therapists, massage therapists, psychologists, these people, uh, uh, um, people in the food industry tend to be natural earth people. Mm-hmm. Amber, I'm looking at you possibly. <laughs> yeah. um, they tend to be they tend to be governed by the earth element. Mm-hmm. Um, earth people smell a little bit sweet. Their BO is, is, is a little bit sweet, which almost again, makes sense. It's like they're a magnet, yeah. you know, they like want to attract that. Um, earth people sometimes can get, can get a little stuck doing that. And again, not worrying enough about strengthening themselves mm-hmm. and transforming phlegm um the our our spleen and stomach through digestion mm. we sometimes depending on the food and depending on our ability to process that food we produce um phlegm which can make us slow can cause loose stools brain fog um weight gain and mm. so depending on what what we're eating we want to eat foods that help transform phlegm um, you know, no, not, not the dairy, the anti-dairy, mm-hmm. which is more <laughs> pungent and spicy food, which help energize and move yeah. through the phlegm mm. of the earth elements. Metal. Okay. Metal. metal is found in the earth. It is in a way heavenly and it is without reason we don't, you know, these ores that exist in the earth are just there and metal because it's heavenly, it's associated with the heavens, therefore associated with our breath. So it is governed by our lungs. Mm. So metal is lungs, the color. Oh, I didn't talk about one thing about earth people. They have a little yellowish Yellowish undertone? A little yellowish okay. undertone. Okay. Uh, metal people have a little bit of kind of pale and gray undertone. Mm. Um, different gray than fire. Fire is red and sometimes a little bit gray and ashen. Metal mm. has more bright white and gray. Um, mm. And it's associated with heavens, so it's lungs. And it's very much affected by the emotion of grief or loss. Mm. And you can think about crying. It's like, it's like a long convulsion almost Mm, when you mm. cry. It's like, it's, it's, it's uncontrollable. And Mm. so that's kind of how I remember the metal, you know, coming from the heavens Mm. and it's almost like, you know, the lungs are a filter. So metal people are a filter. So they don't like tons of 
crap around their house. They don't like tons of crap in their head. They don't have a million friends. They have like five friends mm-hmm. and they, they keep it organized. Mm. Uh, they have, you know, one phone, one charging cord, uh, and it's all in very good shape as opposed to some other elements that might clutter things mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. Um, like water. We'll get into that later. But okay. metal people tend to like clean lines and they love um, clean things. So they tend to be the artists. And if uh, every element can be an artist, but metal people have a really keen eye and they, um, they tend to really like the basic fundamental structures. So mm. they tend to be architects, uh, designers mm. and uh, they're, they're, they're organizers, those organizing people on, you know, HGTV and stuff. I bet you they're metal. Mm. Um, sometimes talking to a metal person, they sound a little breathy, <laughs> like their voice is like a little shaky, almost like they're mm. about to cry. Mm-hmm. You know that feeling? Of, I do. Yeah. Yeah. A little mm-hmm. bit like that. Um, so are metal people like, because I feel like people that are listening, a lot won't want to resonate with that because it sounds like they're sad or something. Um, no, no. Okay. Clean and organized and okay. a little bit direct. Uh, grief, I think through the event of some, some stiff, substantial grief in their life, mm. they might, because of that, streamline their lives so that they don't have this external noise. So they're okay. really good at getting into it. A lot of scientists, people that work in labs, they mm. have to like, they're, they're kind of, uh, they can, they can block all that out. Um, yeah. It's a whole other conversation of why grief can do that. But no, the, 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 the voice is more like, Oh, Hey Amber. Hi. <laughs> like kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the shakiness can sometimes be, be part of that too. Um, okay. Holding pennies in your hand. And then smelling your hand, that's a little bit like what metal BO smells like. Mm. It's a little bit uh, like metal. Yeah. Um, And metal people that have lung stuff, lungs don't like dryness. They like wet, moist things. So nurturing uh, foods that are lubricating to the lungs are very helpful for metal people. Um, so more wet, saucy, um, you know, uh, oily foods, obviously Mm -hmm. if that fits into their digestive Mm -hmm. palate, but Mm -hmm. so then that brings us to water, water elements tend to have a little blue on their temples, a little blue, sometimes under their eyes, Mm. um, blue and, and dark blue, um, Water is associated with the obvious element of kidneys and bladder. Mm. Uh, the the um, the emotion that affects these organs is fear. And for water people, there's a fear of lack. It's like they're afraid they're going to run out. So that's almost how I think about water is that water is like a reservoir. It's like a holding tank for access. It can also lead people to be a holding tank for a bunch of stuff that they don't need, i.e. hoarders. (laughs) Because they associate value to everything. 
Mm. which can be a very positive quality, but can obviously get out of control. Mm -hmm. So water people um, tend to have that kind of uh, tenaciousness to articles of clothing, um, of things in their home. They'll be like old vintage, vintage shoppers, flea markets, (laughs) that's water. Mm -hmm. Um, When they talk, they talk a little bit like their voice is dehydrated, almost like Marge Simpson, like, oh, hey, Amber, how's it going? <laughs> like with that real raspiness, mm. um, that can be a sign of a, of a watermelon element. Um, and they smell like w- water in nature, mm. which if you ever approach a pond or a lake, you get that smell of kind oh, of yeah. like algae. Mm-hmm. It's like fresh algae. So it's one of the better smelling BOs, I would say. Yeah. But it has that fresh algae scent that kind of when you smell smells can go up or they can go down like up to the nose or down to the throat Mm -hmm. and the pond algae smell kind of goes up that's how you can sort of tell the water and it's not offensive it's very we've all smelled it even if water sits for a while in our backyard or after a rain we smell Mm -hmm. that totally um so water people also go with the flow so they connect with almost anyone. You can put water people in a room with people they don't know, and somehow they'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and there's pros and cons to that. Um, well, a lot of pros. But what happens is when you go with the flow all the time, you don't always realize where you fit in to that flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So water people can sometimes have a sort of missing element of will or direction. Um, and then the final element is arguably the strongest and mm. the most common in people, which is interesting in our mm. environment is wood. So wood element is governed by the liver gallbladder mm. and the emotion associated with those organs is anger, anger and irritability. So wood people tend to talk very directly, almost like they're sort of barking at you or a little bit bossy. They have very direct voices. Mm. So um, they tend to have either an issue with anger or they just kind of get, they, they need to grow from A to B. Like a wood, a tree needs to grow straight. That's its only job on the planet. So if there's a piece of concrete, uh, concrete in the way, like they're going to blow right through that. Mm. So wood is kind of just going in one direction. When that direction is blocked, they don't, they don't like that. They don't mm. do a good job of, of, of going with the flow, which is why these elements need each other. Yeah. Um, wood people um, tend to smell like bile or oh. rancid smell. Have you smelt olive oil that's kind of gone bad? Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit acidic. Yes. A little bit sharp. Yeah. Um, bile is made by the liver and is used in our body to process fat. When our bile is not strong, we don't process fat very well and we get gallstones. So this is very real and it's in our gut, our abdomen, and it annoys us and makes us angry. So it's, it's a very real connection, uh, liver with the, with the bile and the smell bile processes fat. So if you're not processing the fat in your body, 
if you're not metabolizing it that well, you're going to smell like that rancid oil. Mm. Mm. Um, wood people tend to have kind of a greenish, uh, kind of uh, uh, olive-ish undertone and their skin tends to be a little oily. Mm. Uh, their scalp tends to get greasy uh, mm. kind of fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is more psychological things. Okay. That I'm just kind of touching on the physical. Yeah. So wood people are, you know, they're the doers. They're the CEOs, the presidents, the bossy older sisters mm. or, or whatever, you know, whatever the dynamic of the family mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tend to want to, you know, get that growth. But sometimes if we let the goal of something surpass the logic of why we're getting to that goal, then we have a problem. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to, you know, run a mile in four minutes, but your knees are hurting, your back is starting to hurt Mm -hmm. and your tendons are shot. Maybe that's not the, maybe that shouldn't be your goal anymore. Right. <laughs> totally. So kind of like adapting to that is a little tricky for wood people mm. and that's kind of their challenge. Mm. So that's sort of the five. Oh, and foods that help mm. the liver mm-hmm. and gallbladder are actually acidic foods that help process the fat. And of course, to eliminate the weird and all kinds of different fats that are in our diets these days, people are using all kinds of trans oils and yeah. hydrogenated oils yeah. and those are are they make liver things worse and no bueno. yeah. liver also produces cholesterol and uh you know the liver is a very important organ yes. and it takes up like half our abdomen in the front yeah. so the you know the foods for wood people are bitter um are are um bitter greens kind of like for heart also mm-hmm. but they do well eliminating fat and and adding more um, sort of easier to digest foods mm. so that their bile is not under stress like that. Yeah. So wood and water. I love to tell wood people harness your inner water, you know, go with the flow a little bit because, mm. you know, keep your goals in check. And with water people, I say harness your inner tree that needs to grow strong so you can find your direction a little more. Um, you know, earth people, I, I kind of recommend them, you know, not taking things personally. If you make a sandwich and someone doesn't want it, you know, yeah, they're just yeah. not hungry. It doesn't yeah. have to do with you. And I know we can all resonate with that. Yeah. And then with fire people, um, you know, to not equate other people's response to you as your value of you, because, you are you regardless of how people respond. So you may as well just ignore their response and be yourself mm-hmm. um, instead of, you know, and, and then also finding joy in yourself and in your own life. Um, and, and then with metal people, you know, allowing more freedom with their, with their decisions and with allowing things into their lives that, that are, possibly unnecessary, but maybe mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And we'll just bring a little joy um, to the grief that they've experienced or the sense of loss. Mm. And then they're afraid to reattach because they're afraid they're going to lose it again. So it's, um, you know, it can get complicated, but it's a, you know, it's a light way to address some of the things that I see in people. Yeah. So that's kind of like the five E theory. Um, 
and then and then of course with the cycle you know like what we were talking about how people respond you know you're not going to treat a gregarious outgoing extrovert the same way you would sort of a more introverted metal person Mm -hmm. so when you're talking to them about their health you know you want to approach it in a way where they're going to understand it and i think that's a big challenge Um, yeah blanket statements don't work that well do they it it's hard to and i feel like you could you can bring that into really most situations right like even as a like a high level manager for a long time it obviously I had, I knew nothing about a five element theory, but I did know early on that I had to treat individuals very differently. Like I couldn't, as someone who is sort of direct um, or very direct, I couldn't be that way with certain people because they would clam up and, and I didn't even mean it in, in to be like aggressive or, rude or however they took it but the next person who was a bit more like me would be like oh fuck yeah I'll, I'll you know they they I'll got take that it, on right? so you can re- yeah I could see how you could really I mean translate that into so many um aspects of life right mm-hmm. totally and um yeah I, I and and if you say something the wrong way and it also there's age I know yeah. that um you know, having lots of employees, if you are treating, you know, if you're dealing with someone that's 40 plus or in their thirties or just starting in their twenties, they're going to respond differently. Yes, so it's almost absolutely. like, a, you know, there's a few, I used to work on a cruise ship uh, doing acupuncture in the spa mm-hmm. and they did a Myers-Briggs <laughs> for starting. Amazing. Yeah. And just so that they had a handle on what what was our, you know, how they can incentivize us to see more people, sell more products. Yeah. That's so cool. And it's smart. That's how people knowing how they tick is really important, but that's what actually, yeah, that's what actually happened at, at my, um, at my company in the restaurants, we actually did personality tests on everyone and it was friggin' fascinating. Um, so Briggs, so how do you determine, which you know, element? Yeah. Because well, when I'm listening to you there, I'm like, I can see a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. A couple stand out way more than others. Mm-hmm. But how mm-hmm. do you like, you know, with your clients or people that are listening, how, how do you determine what, uh, which, which one or two or three or however many well, are that's dominant? Good, yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, when they first come in, I ask them, what's going on Mm. and usually people will talk about the first thing that's the easiest to talk about and it's usually body pain (laughs) usually something physical (laughs) yeah and then uh i find different elements tend to have physical ailments that are a little bit different Mm. Uh, spleen and stomach uh, earth people tend to talk about their gut a lot yep Um, they also are like very, they tend to open up very quickly. Um, metal people tend to talk about their breathing and Mm. lungs, not always because this is a more psychological pattern, but I do find a lot of, you know, parallels. Uh, and then, uh, 
water feel, water people, I tend, tend to be a little more, um, like fearful, like kind of anxious, anxiety kind of feelings of, of like not knowing their next step, not mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. that rooted direction. Mm-hmm. Um, liver people tend to just be annoyed and <laughs> liver also governs the tendons tendons and muscles of our body. So cramping, tightness, liver people need to move. They need to get that tree needs to grow. So if they're not exercising, like they're frustrated. Mm. So liver people, if I see that there's a portion of a liver element, they need to move in their minds and their bodies. So they need to process things, take a class, uh, you know, do the run. That's how they, that's how they respond. Mm-hmm. Um, kidney, kidney people, the fearful, the fearful water people I find do well when you reinforce what's going on so that they feel like they're, they're not so fearful that it's almost like, a, um, they also, the kidneys govern the lower back and knees, mm. a low back pain is often associated with the kidney metal lungs earth spleen and stomach fire heart heart palpitations redness and heat in the head um also fire people have that dichotomy of like i don't not necessarily diagnosed bipolar but the idea of almost like a manic joy and then like a lack of joy so mm. energy levels energy levels fluctuating that can yeah. be like a very fire um heart thing yeah. Um, earth people will talk about um, digestion and, and there's often phlegm. Yeah. Which um, which can show up in, in lots of different ways um, because it's an energetic phlegm that slows us down. And so uh, also sugar cravings. Uh, earth people tend to be kind of like sugary. Yeah. They tend to really love their, you know, Sweet. kind of sugar like that. Yeah. yeah. And then the water people too are a little bit adrenal. So that comes with the anxiety. They almost need to have a extreme breakdown before they, like they, they, they have to go to the extremes. Yeah. Um, and so that's, so, so yeah, so there's keynotes of, of what people come in. And then I also listen to what they say. And if they're having body pain and I can work on that pain as they feel that that's being worked on, they, they start opening up to more. Mm-hmm. And that's the true, you know, that's the peeling back of the onion because people aren't always ready. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've seen. They say that they're, you know, I'll, I always ask about sleep and yeah. they'll say their sleep is fine. And <laughs> then I do a treatment with them. And then the next time they come in, I ask them again. And they'll say, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, my sleep is fine because I take Ambien. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you said, you're, you know, so people will think that something is fine, but yeah, it's assisted fine. Yes, it's exactly that true fine, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, there's also different essential oils. I just saw you you know, refreshing mm-hmm. that associate that different organs, different elements will like more um, Oh, because, and can help us 
obviously if you're, you know, one thing I love about Chinese medicine is it's almost like farm medicine. If you're feeling hot, you have to eat colder foods. Yes. Yeah. And if you're cold, you have to eat pungent, hot, spicy, warmer foods. Yeah. Um, if there's phlegm, you want to eat you know, foods that are, are phlegm transforming, uh, root vegetables. And so it's, it can be a cool, you know, a, a very logical, if you ask me, way to, and this is why maybe the whole, all of China, you know, when they, they know what's good for them yeah, in a way, like with their food. And I think that's really great. And I think we're getting there. Yeah. My acupuncturist, I had her on, like, she was like my first interview and she talked about seasonal Eating, That's right. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, because I just heard about it like a couple of weeks before. And then she started talking about it. And a couple of people reached out to me, too, who had never heard of it. And it just makes so much sense. And I can't wait to try that even this winter. Like the summer I find is easy because it's like delicious, fresh spring mix and, and berries and vegetables. But like That's coming right. into squash and potatoes, I'm going to see how it goes, you know, like, but it's yeah. very fascinating. But I do find like, as soon as the weather cooled down a little, I was like, I made doll and I made a tray bake. And I was like, immediately I said to Tobin, like, okay, it's like, uh, you know, warm food season's coming up. Yeah. Like it's just, and it, I didn't even recognize I was doing it, but it was like instant, like mm -hmm. warm foods coming in, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So and that is friggin' fascinating. Yeah. I mean, pumpkin, that's like squash, pumpkin. root vegetables right there. Things that are grown on the earth. Yeah. Are earth nurturing vegetables and, and possibly fruits, but they're, you know, it's, it, things really make sense. Um, in that regard. Also in, in Chinese medicine, in the herbal sector, the flowers of a, of a plant treat the external. They're like the far external parts, like that treats the skin, mm. whereas the leaves and the stalk treat the middle and the roots treat our root, our kidneys, our mm. large intestine. So it, it, it also can break down by, by the way they use the plants. It's the, it's the root ones that treat the root and the flowery ones that treat our facial flowers and external sides. And so it's, it's a, it's a cool, um, you know, parallel. Yeah. Forget it. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask you as we're going here, because I did, I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but as we talk about it, I'm super into astrology too. And, you know, a lot of this sounds very, well, not exact, of course, but there's a lot of similarities with the earth, fire, water, obviously we're missing air, but um, like, do those overlap at all? Or do the Chinese like, do you they know, even, like acknowledge that? Or, or, or is this just, does it stem from Chinese medicine or what is that? That's a really good question. That's a because really good question. I just I, discovered that, like, as you're talking, I'm like, I'm really resonating with Earth, like, big time. And yeah. I always, in astrology, like, because I'm a Leo, I was always so fire-focused. And since I've learned my moon and more about my chart, I have a lot of Earth in it. And I'm just wondering if there is overlap or something. I mean, there, there definitely is. There definitely is. Hey, listen, this is, like, 5,000 years old. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me that there's no, you know, <laughs> evolution of, mm. of, and I don't know what came first. I mean, 
right? The food we eat, and then we're looking at stars too. I mean, that's a whole other science that was developed mm-hmm. at the same time. Probably, I I don't even know what to say if one is older. I would think astrology to me almost sounds like really old, yeah, like <laughs> planetary and celestial, but. I, you know, there are some parallels. There yeah, are some parallels. Definitely. I, I try and stick to um, sort of sort of like my sector, my hood. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and then people can find their, their parallels or not. Because mm. I actually seen you, Amber, a little wood mm. also. Um, mm. You have um, wood people tend to have kind of a strong jawline. Mm. And they tend to be a little bit directive. Mm-hmm. And I, I see that in you a little bit. I also see earth, mm-hmm. but it's, um, yeah, it's, I could see the wood and you're talking about the liver too. And that's a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And Hey, digestively our livers can get yeah. angry and they stomp right on our stomach. Yeah. So sometimes people at first think it's a stomach issue, but in fact it's because of elements that are harming the liver that yeah. is harming other things. And it's not always so simple, totally. um, but, but yeah. So I think there is some overlap with, okay, with that, but um, not on, you know, not on purpose. It's hard to have like the yeah. eternal yeah. prototype totally. <laughs> commandment of, you know, what are, what's your, what, what are you most prominent in? You know, you said water, I, I think maybe? I did. Yeah. yeah. My, my, um, my first class in, in five element theory with, with Ann Jeffries in, at Bastyr university, she told me right away, she's like, you are water. Mm. Like she was like, you're kind of textbook water. And then as she started talking about the things with water, I really am. Um, I, Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I associate value to things and I love to hold on to the potential of like crafts in the future. Yeah. And I love to hold on to things till they're threadbare. Yeah. Someone walks into my office with a pair of Converse All-Stars that they've had for 10 years. I'm like, water. Hey, yeah, I know. I can think of people too. It's it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So Briggs, what kind of, what, what advice would you give to people um, who are, who are interested in the five element theory? Should we re- read up on it? Should we just listen to this and sort of pinpoint, you know, which one we think is prominent and, and, and work off uh, some of the advice that you gave us? Well, that's a really good question. I mean, get to know your body, you Mm. know, get to know your strengths and weaknesses. And I'm a fan of the tool belt. There's not one tool that does it all. There just isn't. We're too complicated. I mean, we have a nervous system, a cardiovascular system. Uh, We have brains we have our whole physicality where we live weather relationships we're complicated so Mm. we need a lot of different tools um i think that getting to know what tools first of all what your weaknesses are and to be able to remove for a second recognize that you're human we're aging Mm. into our 30s i don't usually see people in their 20s maybe they'll come Mm. in for like a back injury or something but they're not I'm not surprised by that. They're not thinking. Yeah. It's usually the thirties and forties and fifties and Mm sixties and Mm seventies. And it's good to know what 
what feels good and what doesn't and admit it. Um, mm. I know, Amber, you were talking about uh, not drinking for a mm-hmm. minute. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's some value in cutting something out. I say two weeks. I think that's a magic amount of time mm. for your body mm. to expel and act differently if it is making a change. Yes. And cutting something out. Your stomach doesn't feel good. Cut out one of the top three allergens on the planet. Dairy, wheat, alcohol. You know, yeah. just to see. Yeah. And if something's making you feel better, go with it. Yeah. I think it's important to be flexible and open. Um, we don't always want to admit that we have an issue. My sleep is fine mm-hmm. if I take Ambien. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting to know your weaknesses. And people don't always want to recognize weaknesses, right? Like, it's like the shadow sides. Like, you don't want to know about it, right? But sometimes once you do harness it, And like you said, make a small change. It can lead to wondrous things. More strength. It leads Mm -hmm. to more strength. You are more powerful if you know your weak spots. Yeah. So, um, and then looking at, I say the number one thing that we do three to 20 times a day is eat. So Mm. definitely making sure that you're eating the things that are just going to make you feel better. And knowing that if you're not, that's maybe okay, but understanding that that might have a consequence and yes. you know how to deal with it. And then in supplements, I sell lots of supplements, simple things um, and Chinese herbs that can help, you know, certain patterns of heat or cold or dampness, mm-hmm. which is that phlegm um, and digestive enzymes for the spleen and stomach. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it can be really helpful. Yeah. And guess what? They don't have to be long, long term. You can actually, you shift. Yeah. And some people I think are afraid to take something because they don't want to become dependent on it. And I understand that feeling. But actually what happens is if you help yourself get back to a normal, healthy place, your body works better and is, is better, is able to maintain that. And then you may not need those things anymore. Mm-hmm. Because so, they're just tools in the tool belt, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And our minds, our minds are, are the number one, I think. Yeah. If your mind is not well, you're going to have a really hard time. So really focusing on what makes you happy, finding a little mm-hmm. joy in your life mm-hmm. um, and physically doing what you know, you need is, you know, one factor in the tool belt for sure. I hate using the word self-care, but call it what you will. It's something that makes you healthy and keeps you in balance. Yeah. At least that that's a term that people recognize these days. And I've used it a fair bit in, um, well, I use it every podcast because it's a final question. And, and because honestly, I think, like I said, it's a term that people recognize and, and it is weird that we have to call it self-care, right? Because it should just be a regular old habit that normal we do. care. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But at least, at least it's friggin' being recognized at this point. So okay, this I loved that. Thank you for getting that. So um while I have you, I have to ask, you know, because I'm super into it now, but why should why should we do acupuncture and cupping? Well, it is one of the tools in your tool belt. It can help give you a space 
to talk about what you're feeling to someone that is hopefully trained in a way where they can listen categorically and maybe give you a little clarity on something really simple that mm. might change your life. Yes. Um, also, body work is a mirror. So you might not realize what you're feeling because we feel from the inside. Mm. We need that external response. We need that kinetic transference. So until someone puts their hand in between my shoulder blades on my rhomboids, I'm like, oh my God, I'm tight. But I may not recognize that before they do that. So when people come in and they lay down on the table and I get them stretched out and I, you know, put pressure on different points, then they are getting the information from the external and processing that and understanding mm. that their left hip is a lot tighter than their right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they may not have ever recognized that because we get into our patterns and unless we're getting mm. body work every night, which most of us are not, yep. then they, you know, you can recognize what's happening. And also pain. We don't always feel pain. If we feel it a little bit, we'll usually the first response for our body is to ignore and try and go around it. Yeah. My neck hurts when I turn my head to the right. I'm just going to not turn my head to the right. Uh, but then what happens? <laughs> the left side becomes hypermobile. Yeah. And how do you think we're turning to the right? We're using our backs. So then our backs are turning more than they normally do. And it can create a whole cascade of, of stuff. So it's important to get that, that image of yourself, of maybe not an actual mirror, but a, a, a physical mirror of, of what's happening in the body. Mm. And I think that goes for our psychology too. Um, I think that's why relationships are great. And it's sometimes easier to be by yourself, yes, but only when you're with someone do triggers come up and you have to deal with them or you mm. recognize what really annoys you about someone and why and you know, that processing is really important for health. And I saw a meme or, um, or, or some quote somewhere that said, um, you age, you age when you're not flexible in body and mind. Mm -hmm. So you make sure that you stay flexible and moving. Yes. And, you know, so that's why people should come in for acupuncture, get some stimulus and it also yeah. helps regulate the nervous system can kind of bring you back down to zero. It helps a lot with anxiety and worry. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a endorphin response. There's an oxytocin response, which, mm -hmm. you know, read increase serotonin neurotransmitters in the brain. It can make you feel good. Yes. And I think that um, there's a lot of things that make you feel good. And this is, this can be one of them. Definitely good answer. I think, and I think even just to my own experience when I did my very first acupuncture um, session and Jen was telling me like, make sure you drink a lot of water. You may feel sort of like hungover. Make sure you have a bite to eat after. And I was like, after I told her, like I texted her hungover. I felt like I was fucking, I could run a marathon. I had so much energy. I was like, Woo! like crazy like oh it's, it's it's like almost every time people are like oh yeah I'm so relaxed and she'll come in and I'll be like I can't chill it feels amazing and I've got like a body buzz but 
I jump up and I'm like ready to go. I'm not like ready for a nap. So it's fascinating how it can really just like you. I think you get what you need from it. Maybe if that I makes think sense. that could be true. Yes. Yeah. And also some people need that movement more than others. Mm. Some need more replenishing. Some mm-hmm. need more, uh, you know, tonifying. So it's, it's, uh, and, and you know, that's just interesting because wood people, liver people tend to have a flow that is jammed and it gets jammed. And oh. when it's unjammed, they flow and they're like, yes. Oh, how and so interesting. That's interesting about, about that specifically. But, um, mm. but yeah, I think you okay, need to, cool. and also I treat people differently. Yeah. On what they, you know, what they need. Amazing. Okay, Briggs. So uh, thank you. Thank you for all of that. You're the welcome. Final, the final question, I'm, I'm going to reword it then. <laughs> what is one of your favorite things that you do for care? <laughs> for care. Good question. Um, I have a tool belt myself. Mm. But I bet the the number one thing I love is Zumba. Oh, okay. I love it. I love the loud music. Mm. I love the camaraderie of being in a group of people. I was dying during COVID and they actually opened up in the parking lot and started doing it outdoor in the parking lot with headphones that were synchronized. Loved it. I'll take it. I was there like the first, you know. Amazing. Um, Zumba. Also contrast. Contrast hydrotherapy, um, which to me is infrared sauna, Mm. cold plunge, Mm. back to the infrared, Mm. moving that lymph um, is really helpful for me. Um, Also kundalini, kundalini yoga class, which is a little different than normal yoga. Mm. It's not as full body physical. It's a lot of breath work and repeating sounds and it's it um it, it's very very helpful whole other podcast on that yeah but, i've heard um, of it but not much but yeah okay yeah oh, and then swimming I, swimming yes of yeah. course absolutely horseback riding that. hanging out Amazing. with my son yeah but i would say the infrared um the okay. infrared I- infrared and cold plunge is huge okay. for me, that contrast you're not the first one for that answer so i think uh gives us food for thought. It's something I'm into. We do it at the Scandinav, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, let's get a pool and a sauna. How about that? <laughs> Sounds great to me. I'll come over. <laughs> okay. Forget that. Thank you so much. This was fascinating. I'm totally going to ask you back to talk about all those things that you said we could do a whole other podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Too much to do. I know. Well, thank you for having me. It was oh really man, nice my pleasure. Chat. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. Hi friends. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and you were able to gain some new insight and knowledge into wellness. The goal here is to develop healthy habits for long-term success in health and happiness. Speaking of health and happiness, if you're feeling like you're not living in the body you should be, reach out to me. Work with me to transform your energy 
reduce inflammation, shed pounds, sleep better, and feel damn good. My 12-week one-on-one program is available now. Email me at amberpatchla, A-M-B-E-R-P-A-C-H-L-A at yahoo.ca to book your free 45-minute consultation and see if we are the right fit. I love helping others, and I know I can help you if you're ready. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could subscribe and follow and leave a review on iTunes. Sharing on Instagram and Facebook also is immensely appreciated. Let's continue our shift into wellness, support each other along the way, and be the best we can be from the inside out.